Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you can eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, Aid. Happy holidays. There's <laughs> happy holidays. They're almost <laughs> over, though, but I don't mind. It was good holidays. It was. It went by so fast. Monday is going to be a doozy at the office, but, you know, we move. <laughs> 2022 hi, here we come hi everyone out there it feels like it's been a minute but also feels like it hasn't been a minute hope everyone is doing well and hope everyone had a good holiday and got to spend some time with their loved ones so how you been aid i've been good um it's definitely that time between christmas and new year's where you're just like what day is today how many days till i have to go back to work I took the whole week off and it was wonderful because I really didn't have anything to do. And it's so rare to have time off and nothing to do. Yeah. What about you? I didn't really get time off, but I got to see some family and that's always very re-energizing for me because I don't see them often. But I'm definitely in the Sunday scary space right now because I'm just like Monday, New Year goals, everyone trying to hit goal. And I'm just like, I'm not ready. Not ready. My only goal for the new year is the one I set almost every year, which is to go to bed on time, which lasts for a while and then it's over. Oh, I wanted to um, clarify. I meant work goals for the businesses <laughs> I work for. Personally, this is a shit show. COVID has just ruined everything. I don't know what my plans are in life anymore. <laughs> That's the benefit of not going to work a lot. I'm like, what work? Goals? <laughs> I haven't been there. <laughs> In the meantime of this, like, dead time, we're, you know, trying to enjoy our holidays. But maths decided to come back early, and then in the midst of that, old seasons decide to start nonsense. We already said we're not going to talk about Zach and Bao and their implosion of their relationship, because it's just not that interesting. But it was kind of funny that they appeared on the kickoff special last night. Awkward! (laughs) You have to do more just on time, like filming, or you end up with situations like that. Yeah, agreed. But um, you know, we had to get into this as Aid was alluding to. We just had bombs, not even from Houston, but from Atlanta, from our beloved Ubres. <laughs> it's almost like a where were you when the bomb dropped? I got so many messages of people like. <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Like, yes, I have. And I just thought we would never get here. So being in it was surreal because we already concluded, like, we're never going to find out what happened. <laughs> and, and it's funny because we always said, oh, we'll never know. They're never going to say anything. And then when they did come out and say anything, you know, it's like every other relationship. You still don't know. Yeah. Still, I know spe- speculations about public figure relationships are the oddest things because at the end of the day, actually, even in regular relationships, only the two people in it, and even then, they both have their different perspectives. So only the two people in it know really what happens. Everything else is speculation. So 
So, but before we go in there, A, do we have any housekeeping we want to let the people know? So, as you guys know, we don't watch the matchmaking special. We usually don't watch the kickoff special either. But we start when these people start getting married. So they will start getting married next Wednesday. So we will have an episode for you guys on Friday, January 7th. Excited. Okay. So now we can get into the mess. So we started with, I guess, Ryan posting his notes on Instagram, um, which is where you write your stuff down, you screenshot it, and then you post it to a picture on Instagram. I don't know why, but something about this form of communication is very funny to me. <laughs> oh, and it was nine pages, guys. Nine. <laughs> and no, we're not going to read them. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was followed up by Virginia deciding to go live and posting her thoughts on Ryan's notes as Clara's defender. And then part three of it was why we had to watch the kickoff special was because Clara was going to do her side of a, I would loosely call it a tell-all, because I don't know that we got anything that was that great, but yes. So it was a three-parter. We had Ryan, we had Virginia, and then we had Clara. And there was no way we weren't going to come up and talk about it, because so many layers, so many topics, so many things to discuss. I don't know, A, do you want to start somewhere? <laughs> Where do you start from? <laughs> Let's start with Ryan, because he's the one who, you know, started this. I'm sure Ryan was given the opportunity to go on the kickoff special and tell his side if he wanted to. But we always knew that Ryan doesn't want to share things. They weren't going to do couples cam, and we were like, it's because of Ryan. So he wanted to do it his own way, and so he posts this note. And I would summarize the note as, like, still trying to be the good guy. Talking about the process of being married at first sight on television, but that basically the what seems to be the main reason he and Clara broke up is because he did not feel like she could understand the black experience in America, and she might have behaved um, I don't know how to put it like culturally unaware with his family. Yeah, and there was a lot of pages on that part. And then the kind of the part that no one, you know, is, I think, really talking about is buying a house with no financial support from your wife. Yeah. Because he also said that, too. He talked a lot about how their conversations about race weren't on camera and that when they were on camera, he would derail them so that they wouldn't really be on camera. And... Uh, that was, I, that seemed to be, if, I feel like if you were to ask Ryan why they broke up, his would be, she did not understand race in America or being black in America, and I didn't trust her to have black children, <laughs> and uh, the buying of the house thing, and he's also not too pleased with her constantly being on TikTok and all this other stuff that she's kind of done since they broke up. He made sure to say that she is not racist, and we will discuss that part further. Um, and that was Claire, that was his side. He ended with something about being respectful to Clara's parents. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was your first reaction when you read it? Just first, like, surface few lines. What did you think about it when you read it? Well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and then I was like, but you should have. I'm going to be very honest about my first initial reaction. We all know that Ryan went on the thing and was like, I guess he said, I'm open to dating any race, but I mainly dated white women. Yeah. I don't actually believe that, well, this is what you get when you date white people. Because not all white people are the same. Yeah. And Clara definitely had publicly her, her bona fides of... A little bit of, you know, like, I'm a social justice person. But I, I also think it's, um, there's a lesson to learn here, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, you cannot conflate someone picking their causes with that person actually being culturally aware. Yes. Yes. Um, so my first thought when I read it, I think I was doing something. So maybe I just ran, skimmed through the pages. Because first I was like, nine because I kept swiping and swiping and yet there was more. And then I went through it and I'm like, oh, that makes all the sense. I see why they broke up, blah, blah, blah. 
And then I sat with it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there are many things to this. First of all, like you said, I didn't get that impression that Clara was that level of unaware to this point. I don't get that vibe while also acknowledging that I don't know her. But also, like you said, we were all in the impression. I mean, we saw no black people on his side except his brother. And but we also should have picked it up from her. Because we did give her side eye when she said, I want someone spicy. And yes. we gave <laughs> and we gave her side eye when she had no spicy friends. And we <laughs> gave her side <laughs> and we gave her side eye when she told he told her his last name and she was like, Oh, that's so weird. It's like what? Like you wanted you said you didn't want a white person, basically. Ethnically ambiguous is what she said. And those yes. three points I feel like, yep, we we kind of should have known. Yeah, now it borders on fetish fetish uh fetishize oh, I, I'm sure. I can't say that word. <laughs> fetishization. fetishization. Fetishization? Oh my god. You guys know what I mean. Fetishization. <laughs> <laughs> Versus um, you know, everyone knows that famous episode where Kim Kardashian was wanting to the hue of her children and basing her car seat on that. And Scott had to be like, huh? What are you saying? But um I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. No, I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> the big clips and stuff. There's an episode when she was pregnant for her first child and she was trying to buy a car seat and she was trying to match it against the color of the skin of her future kid would be. And it was just like, is this even real life? But this is also before America knew there were black like there were black people in America, so it wasn't really a big deal at the time. But yeah, going back to Ryan only dating um, white people, I have an issue. Aid, you're aware of this. Um, for anyone who has watched Love Life season two, the character is a black man who was married to a white woman, and all of a sudden, years later, he had a realization that oh my god, I'm married to a white woman who doesn't understand my my journey or me as a black man. If you watch The Bachelor, when Matt allegedly broke up with Rachel, that was his. If you can't understand, then it's not. There is a certain kind of Black man who overcompensates. I don't know what they're overcompensating for, but they deep down only want to date white women. That's it's not even that deep you, down. You, you only see them with white out, women. Okay. <laughs> it's out there. You know you want to date white women, but then you overcompensate and always, you know, I'm here for the black causes. Like, no one wore the, was it 1619 shirts or 1819 more than Ryan during the show? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, you know, he was all for the cause or whatever, but there's a, where's the line between performance and then actually making that part of your real life? It's like a company saying, oh, I'm so diverse. And then you look at all the board of directors and the managers and upper management and it's all white. So be about it, not just talk about it. So these are conversations you should have had that I thought they were having because they claimed they were having all the conversations. So how do we just wake up one day and all of a sudden Clarice is this person, you were planning a wedding with her. So I, 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 don't, I don't want to take away, you know, if in actuality that is the true reason, but you, you didn't realize this the entire time? I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. So I guess what you're saying is he's using it as an excuse. Kind of. Maybe he played a part, but all of a sudden, how are you just as astute and as intelligent as I think Ryan is? How is this just coming? How did it just come up now? Why did you go ahead and planning a wedding if you had issues with that? Like, I don't think she woke up one day and it came up. It had to have been showing signs. We have three examples and we're outside. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, he did mention the whole, you know, not talking to the family and looking down on food. What what, what are your thoughts on that part? That's just rude. But that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, that's just a lack of cultural awareness of all cultures. You can't go into anybody's house and be looking at the food and saying anything negative besides, oh, I'll try some of that thing you put on your plate and you don't need it if you don't want to. Like... This is just basic social skills. Yeah. And then, you know, you married into the family and vice versa. If he's going to come to your family, he has to extend the same respect and the same grace. You just try. 
because you're still getting to know them just as you're getting to know him. And this doesn't help in any way. If you just show up and you're just on your phone, you're not speaking to anyone and you're looking down on their food, that does not help. If all these things are so important to Ryan, how do you not date black women? Again, you're allowed to have your preference, but this is a question that came up a lot after his statement, quote unquote. And he did say, ask me any questions and I'll answer. You guys, I went through every single comment because looking to see if he responded to anybody's question about this, he responded to somebody else saying, I responded extensively about this. The only thing I found wasn't an extensive response. The only thing he said was, I I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. I dated white people until I went to college and then that changed drastically. So the answer is no, I haven't only dated white women. To me, that's still vague. I, uh, yes. And even from the short snippet we saw of the matchmaking special, he tried to fluff it, but I was hearing, I date, I only date white women. <laughs> Maybe I just heard, but I was like, no, you tried to like go around in circles about it, but we, we could all hear the code of what you were saying. Uh, it's yeah. It's always been a struggle to me where, can you really be so down for the cause and exclusively date white women? I, I, I can't piece it together in my brain. So when someone asked about, oh, why, do you, why don't you date black women then? <laughs> um, someone else wrote a response that Ryan then said, oh yes, that's why. Um, but that basically said that there are people who are open to other cultures and have an appreciation for all other cultures. I saw that, but that's still dumb. So you still have, doesn't address not, the question. Yeah, who's not and appreciates your culture than someone who is actually living the culture. <laughs> Make it makes sense. So you know, Ryan has a confusion going on, and I'm gonna say this. You know, I've told Aid this. You know, affair as delicately as I can. I have never thought this. We have gotten a lot of messages about people who think that, you know, Ryan is gay, not want to jump on someone's sexuality or what it is. The only thing I do want to say is for anyone who watches The Bachelor or who knows Colton, he was The Bachelor and he was a Bachelor in Paradise and he recently came out as gay and has his own show coming out, Colton, where he kind of backtracks and tells us through his mind space or whatever. The only thing I will say is there's some similarities in terms of you could tell he was hiding something, even during the show. Again, not wanting to, you know, call out anyone their sexuality, but I think I, you, a few of my friends talked about how he was being weird, and he explained how in his relationship he was being very controlling, trying to keep things under the guise of being private, but he had a lot of things that he was trying to hide that he just came out as confusion. So there was just a lot of things Colton was doing that didn't make any sense. Like, what is going on with you, dude? That's the only similarity I, I see with Ryan, again, not saying that he's gay, that's not my place or anything, but I will say that there's a lot of what I would call confusion. He does say that he is seeing a therapist. So maybe, I don't know if it's the trauma of maths. Honestly, everyone after maths should see a therapist for a year because they do so much in there. But there's a lot of things that are not adding up when it comes to Ryan. Even on the show, like how there's private and then there's like the extent of privacy that Ryan wants. That's kind of like, what is going on, dude? And I feel like your theory has merit. I think the privacy issue is not even really about being private. Because this is skipping ahead a little. But when Clara starts explaining why they broke up, I'm like, Ryan just seems to have a lot of issues surrounding like his preacher's kid identity and I actually Mm -hmm. think the things that he was describing about issues with his family were more about Clara because he said not a monolith yeah and I actually took that to mean Clara's dated black guys before and maybe she did things there that were acceptable in that black family that were not acceptable in his black preacher's family Mm -hmm. yeah and that's true he did mention religion which again was something that came up during the show. And so my gripe with Ryan is why say yes on decision day 
and again, still plan a wedding if all these things were still lingering? Because these are two things you say are so important to you. She made it clear where she stood religious, religion-wise, so it's not brand new. So what was his thought process on that? So any more thought? I uh, any more thoughts on Ryan's part before we move on to Virginia? No, no, just that you know, in some ways, it came up a little bit disingenuous. It seems like he released a statement when it was announced that Clara was going to be doing a, a quote-unquote tell-all on the kickoff special. Do you find anything suspicious about that? I was just like, what is he worried about her saying? <laughs> And because then when she came when she came out and said what she said, it was mild. So I was like, yeah. what did she think that he was gonna say that he felt the need to tell his side and he felt the need to t- and don't get me wrong, people can resist going on TV to tell their side because there's editing. So if you want your own unedited view, then I mean social media is one way to go about it. Um yeah. but I was just like, why? He could have waited till after she was done. I, maybe he wanted to get his side out first. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Like, why you broke up is really between the two of you. And you don't even yeah. agree on why you broke up. <laughs> yeah, I know some people have been talking about the timing and it being suspicious. I don't necessarily think it's suspicious because on one hand, I do think, like, I think he jumped the gun and overreacted because she really didn't say anything. So it goes back to your question, what were you really scared of? But I do feel like if you feel someone's going to say something and, you know, you just want to not be mischaracterized or think they're going to mischaracterize you, you do have a right to state your own opinion. So the timing is not so weird because it's going to come out as a rebuttal, except it came out before hers. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Guys, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. And we are back. So, speaking of overreactions, (laughs) first, Virginia is truly a dumbass. And I knew this way back when, when she did the whole thing, when she was breaking up with her husband, going on lives to talk about his mom, to post his mom's messages. I just remember being like, what is wrong with you? And I'm not surprised that Virginia and Clara are friends because Ryan has a I agree with Ryan on this. Like, Clara has been on TikTok, making her little videos, making jokes about them breaking up, keeping his last name for an extended amount of time, and then trying to come up with an explanation that made no sense. It's just very like, look at me, look at me, look at me, which I don't, mm, I don't approve. So Virginia decides to get on and and the summary of what Virginia had to say is Ryan's playing the race card. He should have been the one to teach Clara what she needed to know about black culture. When they moved out, when Clara moved out, Virginia and Haley helped her and Ryan didn't help at all. And it was wrong of Ryan to call Clara racist. And I would like to go back to how Virginia is a dumbass. Ryan went out of his way to say Clara is not racist. And there's nothing that I I read that said Clara is racist. There's a difference between, like, believing Black and white people should be, well, believing that all people should be equal and being culturally aware. And he was yeah. accusing her, well, saying that she was lacking the latter, not the former. But I think what you have to take into account is there are some white people, like, first of all, there's nothing some white people hate more than being referred to as racist. It's like the biggest offense, even if the act is being racist, just being called racist is like the biggest thing you could ever do to them. And sometimes, even if you're just calling out something innocently and saying it in a calm tone, or it doesn't matter how you say it, put a caveat or whatever, all they're going to hear is, you called me racist, and that's it. And everybody knows that being called racist is much worse than being racist in the world, according to <laughs> Virginia's type of white person. <laughs> so her and there are too many of her. Leap. Yeah, so her making that leap. And that's the funny part, is the fact that Virginia and Clara are actually people who are socially aware. And these things still come out of right For her to come out and respond to a Black man's statement and say... 
he played the race card. Whatever you're going to say after that is like, what? I can't listen to you. <laughs> Not, Not that I married. wanted to anyway, but... <laughs> Not but just for everybody's like, knowledge, I want to make this real clear. There is no such thing as a race card. When a Black person tries to tell you about their experiences, you don't get to say it's a race card. And it really speaks to the fact that you cannot have nuanced discussions about race if you use the term race card. So offensive on so many levels. Like, I just... And that's not to say, because I know we just had a whole segment saying, like, okay, it could be more than that. He had to have known. But I'm not going to discredit the man's... That's his perspective. Again, we didn't live it. That's what he says. But for you, as a white person who wasn't married to him, (laughs) that's the part that really gets me. She's no way in this marriage. Um, yeah, but we've seen, this is not the first time we've seen Virginia um, interject. She was right up there with Chris and Paige. And then she's right up here. It's like she gets her confidence boost from being, quote unquote, the greatest friend ever. But what I find hilarious that my friend pointed out was like, um, when Clara announced that she was having her tell-all and thanking everyone for being there and making it possible and this gave her closure... She actually thanked Haley because Haley commented and she said, thank you. I couldn't have done this without you. And then Virginia had a comment and she didn't respond to Virginia. So people started making comments like, see, she's not even responding to you. And Virginia felt the need to respond and be like, she went to bed after writing this. She was so Ah! tired. Like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. (laughs) Virginia wants to be the number one friend. Virginia, I would like to reiterate. I don't think Virginia is very smart. And who knows? She might be drunk. She's immature. I just think there's a high level of immaturity going on with her because you can support your friend without being messy. Just keep it classy. Like, don't. It's already a bad situation. You don't need. Like, I, I, I like. I didn't know Haley had been there for her and all that kind of stuff. But she hasn't been out there. Not that I'm a fan of Haley, but I haven't seen anything of her just interjecting. Like, you can support your friend without it being on social media. I just. This social media age just ruins everything. Oh, we forgot that Virginia mentioned something about Ryan's mom making a comment about oral sex. Now, in most contexts, I would be like, of course his mother should not be saying that. But you're the mm-hmm. one who went on national TV and you knew there were cameras there. Maybe you were drunk and you forgot. Maybe you thought you were just hanging out at Haley's and you forgot you were on a television show. But you're the one who put it out into the public sphere what was going on in your sex life. So I would be very interested in the context of what his mom said. I, I From what Ryan has portrayed, I have a feeling his parents were not pleased. <laughs> and, you know, later on we'll talk about Clara and what she said at the tell-all. Yeah. And his parents clearly had issues with her and what she said on the show. Yeah. But again, if I go on the live to defend my friend, your relationship is with your friend, why are you bringing that example with his friend, with his parents in it? Like, what do you think, how do you think this helps the situation? That's people like, and I will admit a lot of social media is a zero sum game. Someone has to be right. Someone has to be wrong. Someone has to be a winner. Someone has to be a loser. I've never really seen maps that way though. So Virginia decided that she needed to demonize Ryan and his family to make Clara look good. And I don't even think that was Clara's goal. You know, I don't think it was, but at the same time, I don't think Virginia would say anything without Clara's permission. So we have um, not heard from Clara to say, to check her friend publicly. Well, I mean, she might think it doesn't help the situation. So it's a case of either Clara is pissed at Virginia for doing that, or she's really one of those people that uses that friend. And, you know, this is a case where, in the Real Housewives world, she manipulated me <laughs> to get me to do her dirty work. So she's the mouthpiece and she's doing everything. Clara can innocently say, um, honestly say, I didn't say anything to characterize. That's a Virginia. I can't control her. She's an adult. But at the same time, Virginia is dumb, but I don't think she would do anything without Clara's permission. Or maybe I'm giving her too much credit. I don't know. I, I'm not sure either way. I think either way is plausible, but I would not... Yeah. Um, bank on Virginia getting anybody's permission to do anything. 
I mean, you're right. She started the live by saying, I woke up today and I chose balance. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Clara came on and Clara looks, I'm not going to lie to you guys. She looks lighter, lighter as in she doesn't look so burdened. She doesn't look like she's carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders. Also, her makeup was much um, lighter also. So it looked really nice on her. But her basic thing was they broke up and she feels like it's really the, the one thing she'll pick out is they never really recovered from her outburst in Haley's apartment. Her talking about doing everything but and she giving and him not receiving. That they never recovered from that. That she felt like he didn't trust her anymore. And yeah, that was the basic thing that she said was the thing that they never recovered from. And then everything else were just minor things that was leading to an eventual doom. And then I was like, so... (laughs) You guys lied so much that I cannot keep anything straight. She said they were having sex after the one month anniversary. So, uh, yes. So that whole Haley apartment thing I thought was after the one month anniversary, but maybe it was before. Yeah. Because, you know, these maps timelines never match up. Yeah. Ryan went on unfiltered and like... Yes, you could tell he was frustrated, but he was like, oh, no, it's fine. Clara always tells me what she thinks. You know, this is what she felt, so I can't stop her from expressing her feelings. Um, And then they came to the reunion and brought it up again. He's like, oh, you know, they both acted like, oh, we're past that, or it wasn't a big deal. Only now to say, oh, that's the reason why we broke up, according to Clara. Yeah. I think the other part... (sighs) She says she apologized profusely for her how anyone made her words feel, but he and his family were offended by it. So to me, as an outsider, I think her not getting along with his family is also a huge factor. Because from a, by all accounts, the one thing, they both have two different reasons, but the one thing in common is the family was offended by something. It doesn't matter what it was, they're offended by something. So <laughs> that's clear to say that I don't think she was ever fully accepted so I yes. think that played a part into what it was. And honestly, the whole, they were having sex for the second half, but they couldn't talk about it, and she was respecting him. You know, combine this with Bao, no one to talk about this. Eight, I do think that they really, in addition to people who want to get married, they need to start vetting people for people who are worried about cameras. It's as simple as asking, is there anything that can't be discussed on camera that you're worried about? But we really have to, because it's affecting the show. I have... I think I've always said, like, well, if you don't want to talk about it, then you don't have to. And I think I still feel that way. But I think the issue is you can't, you have to be on the same page about it. Clara was basically forced into this. And she took it as, well, it was his preference, so I went along with it. Well, But she was kind of forced into being more private than she would have been with anybody else. But that's what I'm saying is I think I think that's where we disagree, which is okay, is you don't have to talk about it, but goddamn, don't come on a TV show that's about following your <laughs> intimate parts of life. Why is Ryan on the show? That part I do not understand. I do not know why Ryan came on this show at all. This is where I bring up again the whole comparison to Colton because that was what was asked of him was like, you had all these struggles internally. Why did you think going on television, not once, not twice, but three times to find someone to be with was the best thing you could do? And he just thought being out in the open would convince him or change his mind or anything. Because by all accounts, Ryan is very concerned about his parents' point of view and you know, being a preacher's kid, being very private, doesn't want anything on there. You're going to have to be fake when you're on TV. So why go on a TV show at all? Like, at least Bao, I can even understand. She was even a little bit open, and, like, she wasn't worried about, like, certain things, but we got a lot of things. You can keep things private. I understand that. But when you want everything to the point where your story is actually altered and you have to lie, just stay off camera. That's easier. Because you're right. Because sex was not the only thing that he wanted to be private about. He apparently wanted to have all of these talks about cultural awareness and racism, everything he wanted that off camera. Yeah. Which... That I actually find more mind-blowing than the sex because I just don't understand. 
how, as you said, someone as smart as Ryan wants to be in an interracial relationship on national television, but not talk about race at all, but also wear his um, 1619 shirt and his Black Lives Matter. It's very confusing. Very performative. So it's like you don't want the nitty gritty of an actual marriage that you want to work out, but let's act like it's all okay. I don't know. So yeah, so that's where I feel like they just really need to stop vetting that because there are people who are open like the Johnnies. They don't care. They're going to say everything and say everything out loud. There's enough people like that. So use them. But yeah, the fact that they were putting in offers on a house and planning a wedding and you didn't know that it's not adding up, Aid. (laughs) And then there was the whole he, I guess Clara wasn't going to financially contribute to the house. Yeah. How are you going to buy a house with your spouse and they're not like, I'm sure at one point he thought to himself, wait, we're married. If I buy this house <laughs> while we're married, I think it becomes like joint property. And she's not contributing uh, anything. Well, he did say, well, who knows what's a lie or what's a truth. But during the show, he didn't mention that he wasn't bothered by it. They came to terms with the fact that he makes more money and he was going to carry the load, which is why, like, during that after special, when they were planning their wedding, Clara was coming up with ways to save money and doing the arts and crafts and all that stuff by herself. So he didn't seem to have a problem with it. And also, why even go through the process of putting it off? Again, look at you know, Aid. Looking for a house and buying a house, it's no easy feat. No, so it's for very you to stressful. get to the get to the point of putting in offers, you went through many steps before you got there. <laughs> so, so again, he had to have been fine with it, but it's just how did you get to that conclusion so late in the game? That's what makes it seem disingenuous. So, I don't know. But I mean, again, she did say they were doomed, regardless. <laughs> And she family was too conservative to, I think, accept someone into their life who had been on national television talking about the sex life she had with their son. Not in a favorable light. In the grand scheme of things, is that the worst thing? If she was a good person and made you, it just seems like a cover up. I don't know. I think depending on the family, it could be. I just, from the very beginning, I just got the sense that Ryan's family was so conservative, so religious, and he's not one of those, like, I've gone off and made my own way and I don't care what my parents think. He cared what his parents thought from the very beginning. Mm. Anyways, I, it, overall, I didn't think she was disrespectful to him at all, so that's why I said I think Ryan jumped the gun. But I didn't think he was disrespectful to her. I think he just wanted his side out there. I think whenever you bring up race, then it suddenly becomes like a much more dramatic thing than it is. But his thing is, I mean, it's a lot of words, but they're not. The only inflammatory part of them is that race, black in America. And and for some reason, well, I'm not saying for some reason, that's just the way it is. It makes everything sound much more ah than it really needs to be. Yeah, it I'm not faulting him for that, by the way. That's the world. That's not on him. Yeah, but it's just when... But I think it's also having the awareness that once you put something out there, not everybody has the brain capacity and the nuance to interpret what he said in a rational way. Uh, yes. <laughs> but So, <laughs> yes. that's the other half. But it shouldn't stop him from speaking his own truth. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, I do think... I say this also for people on 90 Day Fiance, even if it's not interracial. If you're marrying a different culture, it's on you to do due diligence. You have to do extra work. It's not solely, that's another thing we didn't talk about. Virginia talking about he's supposed to teach her and educate her and all that good stuff. Guys, it's 20 fucking 22 now. I'm fast forwarding. No one should be educating someone. If you decide upon yourself that you want to be in a spicy relationship, a.k.a. interracial, go educate yourself and know what it comes with. That's not to say, like, oh, your spouse isn't going to be there with you, but he's also, it's he or she, it's not their job to teach you. You have to know what you're getting on when you decide to be in an interracial relationship. 
it's not for the what they think is cute babies and oh my god i was watching an old episode of happy endings and they said that they were like mixed children are the picasso of kids i was like oh my god the world has come a long way (laughs) has it really though i still feel like someone would say that on tv today because uh, yeah there are a lot of people in this world who still don't understand why the obsession over mixed, especially mixed black and white kids, is is so fucking weird. Yeah. So, yeah. So I still think, you know, you should know what it comes with. Don't enjoy certain parts of black culture because it's a very layered thing to be black. So if you're going to be part of the journey, and that goes for Ryan too. If you say this is so important to you and you still insist on exclusively, I don't care what you say, exclusively date white people. Because when he says he dates black people, I feel like he took one or two on a date. Like, okay, (laughs) done, check. Check. Now if anybody asks me the question, I can honestly say I did. But don't just say white people and expect them to just, you know, know. You also do your homework and know who you're dating. Or, I mean, I can't say marrying, but he had time afterwards to know what he wanted and what was not acceptable. So, I don't know. I don't know. They both have uh, responsibilities there. But Virginia saying it was his job to educate her. Yeah. I always find that very interesting. Like, especially since, you know, last year. There are a lot of people who are like, oh, there are these issues when people describe black culture as foreign, I have to laugh a little on the inside. This is a culture that has been here alongside you for a long, long, long time. As long as you've been here. As by you, I mean white people. Yeah. If if you were like born and raised in America and you're like, I don't understand black culture, it's like, but they're right there. So why don't you understand black culture? You listen to the music, you sometimes watch the television. Why don't you? Do they watch the television? Because I still think it's the answer (laughs) is there's no interest when you stay in your own bubble and don't think that you have any need because the world caters to you, which is why every single time we say there's no reverse racism, there's none because the de facto is you. Think of it this way. I do this thing where every now and then I call out the, the, the separation between black and white entertainment And Insecure just ended on Sunday. One of the greatest black shows. I don't even want to call it a black show because it's a show for everyone, but it's just a predominantly um, black cast. Actually, it's just all black, right? There's no white person in the show. Well, in the (laughs) beginning, there was. (laughs) There was some Okay. So it's a predominantly, like, black show. And it's going to be one of the biggest things in black pop culture. It resonates so much with so many black people. I promise you that I could go to work and no one's going to know what that show whoa really oh yeah i don't watch that like you ask a couple of shows and like oh yeah i've never watched that and find what the commonality is but you ask us or you ask other people or some black people oh do you know Seinfeld? oh yeah i watch that show oh do you know so we have to watch all these shows but you feel you don't have to watch these shows because you're not interested that's just the <laughs> bottom line of it the insecure because thing it's really there. gets me i was like the ending of insecure was an event <laughs> it was like every black person I talk to, we had to talk about our opinions on the ending of Insecure. I mentioned yeah. to one person, hey, have you ever watched Insecure? And you know what color they were. Oh, I don't, I've never heard of that show. It's on the front page of HBO. You haven't heard, like. It's like blinders at this point. <laughs> it's like, if it's not white, I don't have, because even if you don't watch certain shows, if I mention girls, Oh, yeah, the Lena Dunham girl, I heard that, but I don't see. But when you mention any Black show, it's like, what? Blank stares. What is it? Like, it's uh, it's sad. I mean, I, I, I joke about it, but I think I laugh so I don't cry because it really hurts my heart. They'll be like, who is it? They'll be like a Black celebrity that maybe has a huge role. And everyone's like, oh, the discovery of... And I'm like, who? They've been around <laughs> for, like, forever. As we 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 we've been knowing. Ah, <laughs> uh, we've been knowing. So 
so you know for me it's just like it's your de facto and it's just like you have to step out of your comfort zone so we're not going to be the victims and then be the educator oh let me show you how to treat me after you've treated no <laughs> it's just uh, i don't know sorry guys i get so passionate about this because it's so infuriating <laughs> just i don't know it's just it, it be, that being black in america should not be hard but the way it's just like such a thing it's shouldn't be shouldn't be but yeah so i mean i think that was it overall so i don't know Aid, what did we get out of this i'll say mine first ryan thinks they broke up because she didn't understand the black experience and they were gonna have black children and he just felt like she wasn't equipped and he was not willing to take that journey of educating with her my interpretation his family don't like her and he didn't like her enough to fight for her. That's it for me. Um, Virginia interjected. Virginia wants to be the best friend of life and speaking out her mouth and giving all these excuses, but she has no business talking into that. Um, Clara thinks they broke up because he had made up his mind a long time ago. And she thinks it's mainly because she spoke about the sex that they were doing as married people and his family and his parents were offended by it, but either way, she thought they were not a good fit. My interpretation is, again, the family did not like her and it was not gonna work. <laughs> you know, I, I I have nothing to add. I like your, I like your, your summary there. All right, guys, we'll be right back. And we're back. The only thing we did talk about, sorry, is like, Ryan had this whole thing about you know the donut conversation where he's like, what motivates you? What yes. drives you? He somehow turned that yes. into a, like, Black people were not able to be asked that in the past. I'm not going to lie. I didn't understand that. It was a little too much hustle hustle Twitter for me. Yes. Um, a theme of, again, I think we're trying not to discredit what he was saying. Because, again, no matter how much you like someone through a screen, we weren't, we were not there we can only go by what they share with us, so it is what it is. But a uh, part of his statement to me felt disingenuous. Almost like you're saying a lot of things, but you're not saying what the real actual issue was. And, and I also think sometimes that, you don't know what, like you haven't internalized or come to terms with what the actual issue is, but you have determined that you don't want to be with that person. Exactly. Exactly. And I actually think that's okay. You don't have to have a reason. I'll give Ryan that. You don't have to have a reason. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, though. You know, going back to what you were saying, I do know, I think he just overdid it. I can understand a little bit about the part where he says, you know, we noticed that he was very even keel on the show and he didn't react or whatever. I can understand him not wanting to, he said he didn't want to be labeled like, you know, the angry black guy. So he usually just was very purposeful about everything he said. He just kind of overthought it. I think so that part I can understand. And I bring this up because we, I unfortunately watched a little bit of this very terrible kickoff special. And I noticed how all the experts mentioned there were two girls, um, Katina and Jasmine, and they were just talking about their first impressions. And they were like, I just feel like they're going to have a fight with their husbands and they're going to have a fight with everyone. Like it's not just their husbands. And then I look at it and they're the only two black women on the oh. show. Maybe they didn't intend it to be. But I don't, I, it never sits well with me when people always like, oh, they're feisty, they're whatever. I get that at work, even when I'm just sitting. I've had someone tell me, oh, you're so sassy. You haven't heard me speak. It may be true, but you can't judge that when you don't know anything about me. So I don't, I didn't like how they'd already characterized them. So I'm and sure. That's, and that's what Ryan was fighting against when he was very even skilled yes. and. <sighs> yes. So that part of his statement, I feel like I, kind of understand where he was just like you're not going to goad me into a situation where which is why he looks so uncomfortable during the whole chris fight <laughs> i'm not going to be a part of this and all that but he he went a whole you know level with that which by the way chris posted a picture of him and ryan saying leave my man alone so oh <laughs> so, all right yeah. guys i i really i will i will say this after people break up, I will freely admit that sometimes they're like, what happened? I would love to know what happened. After this Ryan and Clara thing, I'm like, actually, it's okay. Yeah. 
we can't have every couple in maths writing long notes, going on kickoff specials to break down exactly why they, but we don't need this. I also don't even know if we still have an answer. <laughs> exactly. That's why we don't need it. He said, she said. <laughs> so, yeah. I just want to add one last thing before we sign off. That Shawnee's was on the special and she looked amazing. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the happiness. Maybe they're finally in a good place. But she looked really, really, really good on the special. I also enjoyed seeing Amani and Woody. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of funny, you guys. Once Clara's part was was over, I turned off the TV. I could not believe Lifetime wanted me to watch three hours of a kickoff special of speculation. These people have not met yet. Crazy. Oh, they're going to yeah. get into fights. Oh, they're really going to like each other. Oh, this is the best match we've ever made. These people haven't met yet. <laughs> we don't know. Three hours. Of, three hours. No, but shout out to Rizzo for making it to the panel. Um, we kind of follow her, watch her videos, and she does from lo- with love from Rizzo, and she comments on maps, and she made it all the way to the panel on TV, and she was really good and insightful with her points. So she was the best panelist. She was the only yeah. one willing to go there. Yeah. Well, guys, we're looking forward to getting into Boston. We'll be here next Friday to get into this people's mess. I really, really hope they do better, but my hopes are not high. <laughs> I need a successful couple this season. Mm-hmm. I'm not even asking for much. I just need one. Mm-hmm. Two or three would be great. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye, everyone. See you next week for Boston season 14. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.